Ben Shapiro denied. Gonzaga University. Christmas is about immigration? Is it? No. You guys think no? No? Is is America trash or not? No. Not. Come on. Can we talk about something how, how happy? About this? How about the future's female. <laughs> I I hit I struck out on every one of these. We, Come on it's now, Advent. guys. Come on. Merry Christmas, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Gabe, the water boy, Chalk Knox, Pastor Toby Sumter, and we got Jason Elmore up, in the Jay? studio. Hey, thanks for yes. joining us. Yes. Hey. And we just want to kick our shots out to our corporate sponsors. What are Learnly, we kicking? Learnly kick our shots out. We're kicking shots out? Shots out. You, you can yes. kick a shot? Do people I, kick yes. shots? Yeah, man. That's okay. old, I'm right. that's that's what they old say down school. That's old school. Like an old fool because I'm so cool. You know, you know that song. Oh, uh, we Learnly. so sorry. Me, <sighs> Classic Conversations. We thank you guys for your corporate sponsors. And we got, yes. a, we got a new one coming on board. Oh. And wives, pay attention to this one. For Christmas? Yes. There's okay. a Christmas one. Wives got to pay attention. Um, Tenacore is one of our new corporate sponsors. I next week I'll bring my gun with my holster and everything. It's actually um uh Tenacore is a oh, tactical oh, 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 oh. skill carrying um uh, a holster Idaho's company. Open carry, right? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh. Tenacore and if you guys go to Tenacore and buy a gun, two things. You don't have your gun on you? I didn't. I, 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 I cuz I came from the airport. That's a bad place to come You didn't leave it in your gun. truck or something? No, because I was parked at the airport and you don't want to Oh, okay. Come me a little I got us all. You okay. All right, you got you got our back. I got us. So, <laughs> we cool. There uh, Tenacore actually is a um the guy who makes these has been been in SWAT, been in police force for a long time and okay. so there's there's a lot that's lost on me and and what goes behind um Making there's his holsters. There. There's a joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. Can I get uh, y'all some coffee? Can, yes. Oh, can I, can I have yes. Coffee? I'll finish this. You, yeah. I need coffee big time because right. I slept house? nothing this week. Should I push it down? Um, oh, so you guys, if you go to Tenacore, wives, you go to Tenacore, you buy your husband a um, a holster, and you type in cross politic for the discount discount code. And then, um, uh, what was the other thing about that? Oh, oh, you'll get a patch. You get a cross politic patch. Actually, come January. So the the holster will come in time for Christmas, but the patch, cross politic special. You get cross politic patch, patch with that? Gun patch, buddy. I like those guys. But those will come in January, so it'll kind of be like a follow up epiphany present for your husband or something <laughs> uh, and everything. So please <laughs> shop at Tentacore. They're our boys. They're a Christian company. We're really excited about those guys. I'll and that's guess help your husband protect his family. Where do you, you know what where I'm do you go to buy one of these things? Tentacore.com. So, so, so talking about pro- protecting your family, the yeah. one year that we lived here, another family invited us to go hiking yeah. around mm-hmm. here. And, I, and we all get there, and he's like, where's your gun? <laughs> right? And he starts telling me about these big wolves and all these, like, yeah, Where's your gun? Like, don't, don't you don't love Don't you your- ever come out here without your gun. <laughs> <laughs> you love your family. He's going hiking. That's don't you awesome. believe in loving your wife? Oh, man. <laughs> where's, where's your gun, boy? Where's your tentacore holster with your gun in it? Like, welcome Dude, to right. Idaho. Do you have a holster for and me? And it's a Glock only um, a company. Oh, Glock. Yeah, Glock only. Well, now we need to get Glock because to be a sponsor for Cross Politics. I know. So they can that go together. would be hot. Make it happen. That would be hot. Dude. So I'll, I'll work on that sometime. Uh, but we also, of course, want to thank our club members. As you guys know, we've had serious website problems. And we just finally, this last week, got we our website. Sorry. The we problem uh, got our website ported over to a high security server system. So we've been getting like cyber attacks, DDS attacks, uh, a number of times since really probably since the summer. This? Yeah, that's this, for that. That's a dream. Yeah. Wow. Knox man. told me to bring some. Thanks. I know. I'm Thanks. working on it. It's Merry Christmas. I love you, bro. You know Merry where this Christmas. coffee came from, don't you? <laughs> from Cross Politic? Oh, I'm don't, sorry. don't mention it. Because you can't buy it on so our internets right now. I'm going to have some extra coffee on eBay. I'm telling you. <laughs>
Come find me. I got you to look up. We're working. Our store is down right now, but we're on a high security server, so our website shouldn't uh, fall down anymore. So pray for the demons to be cast out. Delete mm. your old cookies on your website. You should be able to access our new website and, and, now. And we're gonna try to. And get we're the gonna shop try to up. get the shop back up. Hopefully, in the next couple of days. For it all Christmas, depends. eBay. I know. eBay. So, but, but instead, if you can't buy a merch. Uh, product from us, please get a club membership. Absolutely. So that's that's can our you, best. Can you at least do that? At the that's website? our best. Yes, you can. You okay. can at least do that. Become a member. Still. That's the, the best plug I got no, for our club membership. My member. daughter was actually challenging me. She's like, Dad, when you get good coffee, Ooh. don't put anything in it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. No, that's so, real. She yeah. must. She must work at Boosters. You gonna try that? Does no. she? Your daughter? She's there all the time. Oh, okay. well, she, she, she drinks a coffee. All right. A good coffee uh, you don't need. Oh, that's really mm. good, Chuck. All right. So Chris oh, Chris man. Como, man, this mm. guy's kind of hold on, trying hold to on. preach. Don't, Are we don't, don't you, no. I no. know. He just did that. He just did that. That's because that's how you got taught me. You guys taught me that way. Did you taste the coffee? I did. It was so good. Uh, and and no. also, did you want to give away a, a book? Whoa. Oh, <laughs> that's right. It's Christmas season. <laughs> Thank you. Come all right. So as you guys know, all our November club members. <laughs> my bad my bad oh and i'd also like to i was down in arizona this last week and i met with two of our club members who signed up a long time ago yeah and it thank was, you they're great man it was great meeting with you guys super encouraging um you know praying for your ministry and what you guys are doing down there wow. um they're at a lutheran church and one of the one of the guys matt um he's a 1689 Baptist, and I thought that's just great. at a Lutheran church. At a Lutheran church, that's, do they, just, do that's they the know? American church for you. <laughs> that just makes me so happy. Yeah, it does. That's Reformation. <laughs> the, right the there. Lutherans are more economical, economical, ecumenical. ecumenical than I thought. So that was really good. Nice. All right. So mm. we have two drawings for Bloodbot World, right, Toby? Yeah, two we got drawings. two. Um, they're Audible codes. Audible codes. So you can download and, a free copy of the Audible book. And so I actually put all our club members who signed up in November, right? Because that was my birthday month. Yep, that was his birthday month. My birthday month. Yep. And this little random name selector on the internet. Did you see how many names? I'm not going to say, but I'm just saying, like, it was, it was like, praise yeah. God. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Seriously. I stepped Man. up. Seriously. Yeah, it's yeah beautiful. thank you. Huge thank you. Yeah. All right, are we ready? So I'm going to, is it like a drum roll or something? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's such a long drum roll. Oh, man. Wait for it. Oh, oh, oh. Still going. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. There, there we go. go. This is just one name. I got to do oh, two. Oh, we got to do it again. Hold on. Say it, say it. Uh, so, so I won't say his last name, but brother Vance, you got a, you got a copy. Brother Vance, free audible. Oh, that's his first name. Blood. Yeah, it's, yep, his first name. Vance got a free copy of my book. Audible. Well, well, audible well. copy. Yeah, audible. So I'll email brother Vance. Write down. Write down Vance's name right here, so yep. I can. I can remember high that. tech. Yep. Write really down high Vance's tech. Name. Here you go. I got something for you. Here you go. This is, okay, Don't we go. have some pins for cross pollinators? Uh, so um, I'll send it. I'll send you the the code. Okay, and I'll email. And send the, it to Vance. Okay. All right, there you go. Hey, thanks, Vance, for joining Cross Politics. Yeah, man. Lord, Lord bless you. Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Okay, we can do this okay. game. You ready? Are, are we gonna do drum roll? Or should we yeah, just yeah, go right yeah, to yeah, it? Yeah, oh. it. Really? I'm gonna wait to hit the button this time. <laughs> I just take a drink of coffee while we're doing this. Ooh. <laughs> I just want to do this more I'm often, actually. <laughs> Oh, that is so long. All right, Brandon, Brandon, Brother Brandon, man, you just, got another a copy of uh, Bloodbot World Audible. Hey, I know Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Do you know Brandon? 
Hey, hey thanks for that? joining, Brandon. Merry Christmas. I'll be emailing you this week. It's coming your way. So, all right, man, that was that was kind of fun. We that's, need to do more giveaways do on the show. Yeah. Uh, hey, if, if anybody wants to give us stuff to give away, you just let us know. We'll, we'll do. <laughs> the, the club members will love it. That's right. We'll just do Jason, it. You yeah. got a book. Club <laughs> members will love it. Yeah, Jason, you got a I'm book. here for you, club members. <laughs> you got two more. You got an audible. You got an audible, we should yeah. give it away sometime on the show. Uh, of your book. <laughs> now that, you tell me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't put the book on the table. Like Now you tell, I'm thinking, I should Man. put my book back. Well, yeah, right. Put okay. the baptize me onesie. <laughs> all right. So, so uh, Chris Chris Como actually cares about Christmas all of a sudden. and Oh, and, he's a Christian? And, and, and moral standards. And I mean, like, there's a lot of liberals that have been coming out. Is Chris Como an Orthodox Jew or a Christian? I don't know. Okay. Because he's, he's really a New Yorker. He looks kind of Jewish to me. He's, oh. Oh, we're so, gonna, sorry, we just got racist. Sorry. No, no. Mm. Sorry. I stereotype. Sorry. Different. <laughs> Different. Mm. <laughs> so uh, uh, let me <laughs> let me just play this clip. Yeah. There's nowhere, there's nowhere else to go from here. But Trump is now saying he wants to cut aid to these places. Doesn't he see that that would only make this worse? Vengeance is never a good policy instinct. Yeah. But more directly, our responsibility comes from the absolute fact that we have the power to provide a solution here. Mm. There's a moral imperative here. Oh. oh. Where did uh, that come from? You know, that's great. He's that's getting great. I appreciate that. Absolute. Yep. He believes in absolutes yep. and moral imperatives. And, and responsibility of a, of a better country to serve a lesser country. Where did he get those right. absolutes? I don't know. America does what she can. We can secure our border. That happens to be the easy part. And POTUS is all in on that, willing to shut down the government, which would... So was Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton was all in on building a wall. Okay. Just, just don't forget that. Cause oh, the needy and speech. veterans more hardship and do it to pay for a wall that he swore Mexico would pay for. A wall that was a made-up idea, a campaign stunt, and another big, fat... Like, hopey, changey thingy? Wait, wait. Big, fat big what? Big, fat what? <laughs> Lie. <laughs> and yet address the suffering? No, no, no. It's a win as it is. That is wrong. Wrong. That way of thinking is un-American and as morally bankrupt as he once was bankrupt financially. <laughs> no small irony that Christians are getting ready to celebrate the story of Christmas, which is the exact story we're blocking out here. The poor and unwanted who wound up bringing the Savior into this world in a stable rejected just as we're doing now you know joseph and mary were following immigration policies go get census in bethlehem right. <laughs> that's what's kind of ironic about that <laughs> wikipedia says that he got married in a roman catholic ceremony so i'm oh. assuming he's roman catholic there we go and wikipedia is always right you know, i'm glad you did just that believe wikipedia. <laughs> oh man it's better than looking at him saying he looked jewish you know you think, <laughs> you, you think about christmas and all of a sudden all these people kind of stop and and at least set aside their own worldview right. to apply the Christian yeah. view of Christmas to everybody now. Yeah. Oh, no, he's weaponizing it. Yeah, exactly. He's using the Christian Well, we don't story. mind weaponizing Is there Christmas, an actual phrase right? for this when somebody takes, you know... A virtue signaling? Uh, no, when they, you know, when they, they pull from religious references to... Yeah, it's called stealing. <laughs> yeah, stealing, yeah, robbing. Uh, uh, maybe there is a term. I, there, there should be a term. Um... But yeah, I mean, this is, he's using this for political purposes. Right. And I keep thinking though, okay, let's say that you really do want to help those people who are on the other side of this. He's going to the border. He said he's, he's, he's going to go to the border. He's, he's going to put a, bring a videotape yeah. down there but and help. I'm, okay. I'm, I'll bite some of this off and I'll say, okay, cool. Then I'm with you. 
and you want the religious people to follow their convic- convictions on this, okay? Yep. Absolute so, so, moral uh, right absolute and wrong. Absolute moral and wrong. Let the Christians go do what Christians do. Let us have it. We'll yeah. take it. Yeah. We'll be over there. We'll evangelize. We'll take care of those people. Yeah. Let us have it. You get out of it, though. Here's the deal. Government, out. You, Como, no more talking about it. You're done. But yeah. Christians, we'll, we'll take it. We know how to fix a problem. He doesn't. Yeah. They don't. So let the Christians, if you're going to give us a chance to fix it, then let the government completely out. Let the churches do what the churches do. Let Christians do what the Christians do. Yep. And then. If, if Como's grabbing Christmas to weaponize, then he needs to grab joy to the world as far as the curse is found. Well, yeah. I mean, right? yeah, if, if, yeah. he this, needs to grab heart, the herald angels sing glory is, to the newborn king. Remember, right? I that, mean, let's take this right. all the way out. Well, that's what Doug said. And when he was arguing with uh, Christopher Hitchens in uh, Collision. Okay. Right. He said, hey, listen, you can't. They were at the bar. It was a really amazing scene because Doug and Christopher Hitchens just got done debating. I think it was at Keene's College. Okay. And Christopher is shocked by some of the things he's heard from Doug. And so he's like, I've never heard this before. They sit down and Doug says, listen, if you're going to take my worldview and use it that way, you have to bite off all of it. Yeah. Right. right. You have to bite off the fact that if God does this. Him knowing all things, him being sovereign, he does it for a reason that right. is good and that is righteous mm-hmm. and that is according to his will. Yeah. So you can't just grab a piece of it and say, how come this? How come that? It's like, yeah. no, no, you got to bite off the right. whole world. I, I like Doug's quote there. He's like, you can't get into the Christian car, drive it off the road into right. a tree. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. You got to stay on the Christian road, yeah. too. So what this means is we would go down and we would um, start preaching the gospel to the refugees, yeah, including um, the moral obligations for husbands to be faithful to their wives and wives <laughs> yeah. to um, be submissive to their husbands. Yep. Sure. Um, and that and that they needed to um, understand that God made us in his image, yep. male and female. Marriage is only between one man and one woman. Yeah. Um, so so that's that's included right in his in the moral imperative that yeah. Como is talking about. Uh, but right. But exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. The thing exactly. is, so I re- read an article from this local Honduran couple writing about the immigration that was leaving Honduras. Right. And they were detailing people that they knew who were banning their families to go. There's this one a couple that they knew where the husband just abandoned his family to go on the always abandoned yeah, a lot of they dropped his yeah. kids off at the local orphanage to yeah. go to america because it's a place of greener pastures right. it's a place that's going to so, save me so chris you know? como would insist that that man go back home yeah and, and take care of his kids get his kids out of the orphanage and take care you of his wicked kids. man you yeah. left your children behind exactly but you know this is the, the, it's interesting because if you think about i was that documentary i was talking about with um was the Italians that came over here? Um, oh yeah, we talked uh, about Italian, this. Italian Ameri- job. Italian, no, that was Italian oh, that was American. A mo- that was, sorry, that was Italian American. <laughs> but it was interesting because these guys were men. They loved their families. They had a very um, moral center about how they thought about family. And what they would do is that they would actually come over at this early 1900s and right. work in some of the worst conditions for months and months on end and send money back to their families, yeah. sure. but not abandoning them. Right. <laughs> that's right. A, that's that, a completely different set. Right. So it's not the first time. And that's still going on. I mean, people still, still do that today. Yeah. People still yeah, come up. And, and, and they couldn't get sentences. Well, actually, Mexicans actually do a yeah, lot yeah, of this. Yeah. I've been well, in the construction yeah. industry for a long right. time. And, and, and they're supporting families back home. Absolutely. And they didn't have citizenship necessarily at the time sure. when they were doing yeah. this right. so there's a way to do this and they came out legally they did it right. all so yeah. there's ways to do this right. that doesn't you know but the point is the point you're making though is is if we're going to say that the savior of the world was born in a stable and you're going to insist on that that this is a big deal yeah and this affects how we treat and immigration you're borrow our morality that's exactly make your right. point right and you got to tell your local congresswoman ocasio cortez to repent of her socialism right. there you go no. I mean, but right. that's, that's the point, though. I mean, right, the, the exactly. point, though, is, yeah. is that if we're gonna if we're gonna appeal to Jesus, then to Jesus you will go. Amen. Well, at what point do we get to have the C.S. Lewis liar 
Lunatic. Lord Lunatic. Lord Lunatic. Yeah. When do we get to have that conversation? Right, exactly. Yeah. Ben Shapiro, this last week at Gonzaga University, um, it was actually a couple weeks ago, Gonzaga University, the Republican uh, club in Gonzaga University invited Ben Shapiro to come on campus, and Gonzaga GU, which is an hour and a half north of us, their basketball team is actually ranked number one in the nation right now. They okay. beat Duke. It was a great game. You missed it. Whoa. Um, we'll talk about it in March Madness. Maybe so Zion don't, don't Yeah, they, it was wow. good. They're good. Wow. Gonzaga's really good. Anyways, but they're this um, Jesuit... <laughs> School an hour and a half north of us, but they're afraid and, of conservative and Jews. They denied yeah, afraid of conservative Jews. That's good, man. They denied Ben Shapiro the access to come on campus because um, he he was going to create an unsafe environment. Five <laughs> five foot six little no. Jew out of L.A. But what, <laughs> little what they, little homeschool Jew out of L.A. What do they mean unsafe environment? So they they um uh you know all the protests that usually come with Ben Shapiro coming on college campus. So he's oh. Oh, it's not him. Other people other are going people. to be unsafe. Yeah. So they're going to punish him for stuff Probably. that other people do? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so how about this? Because this is actually, you know, this is mob justice. And in one sense, the right. mob is getting what they want. Yep. So somebody's winning in this. It's never neutral. Right. That's Somebody, right. That's, somebody's that's winning, good. somebody's yep. losing. Mm-hmm. And so what they just basically said is that we agree with the mob. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so, If you throw a fit. We you can will, win. We we will cave. That's right. And and this isn't the first time that, like you said, well, this is successful been, terrorism, right? If I can scare you enough yes. to yeah. modify exactly your right. behavior exactly right. and your yeah. freedoms, that's a good social, way to lay Social terrorism. terrorism. That's it's terrorism. Yeah. That's, that's what it terrorism. is. And that's yeah. and that's actually their goal. Their goal is to give you hell. Yeah. So that you will not. So that you will cave. It's it's temper tantrum. Well, you saw what's going on in France right, right now. Do you guys see what's going on in France? I saw some pictures. So the president of France. Um, increased uh, gas prices, like hiked it up to pay for basically all the global warming measures that they want to do in France. And for two or three weeks, they've just been, there's just been mob after mob rioting. I saw saw pictures of riots. And this last week, the president of France is like, all right, I'm going to dial back those taxes right. and the mob yeah. won this round yeah, this is uh yeah this is moral- a- <laughs> morality well, that, by temperature you hate that, but that's glad. a little bit more of I was gonna- a- <laughs> <laughs> you hate the fact that yeah. their mob gets I mean, you know, justice uh, yeah. like that it's a political protest by the, the yellow vest but it's far it right. was far more than political I mean, they were, they were getting rough. Yeah, it got rough. Yeah. You take away they somebody's gas. Yeah. You know. I would just want to say, though, on, on the whole Ben Shapiro thing and, and with the school, why don't they just punish the people who are doing wicked, right? So if, if Ben Shapiro, because yeah, right now what's right. happening in colleges is that you'll pay for a speaker to come, a well-known speaker, and then the, the, everybody will be upset, say we'll yeah. riot. And then they put the speaker in a room with the camera and then they have to tell you know they a teleprompt into the main arena. The main arena. Yeah. This happened several several conservative speakers. Oh, right, and so now this happened with Charles Murray and the kids found out what room Charles Murray was in. They're knocking on the walls. Yep. So Charles Murray was speaking in the main um, student auditorium. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then and then writing started happening inside the auditorium. So they moved him out, and then he went into another room, like in the basement or something. And then so they tell they teleprompt him in to the main arena again. And then the students went knocking down the walls in the basement and pulling fire alarms to find yeah. out where he was located. And then they chased him out. And when they chased him and this professor who invited him on campus, they chased her out too as a gal. And they actually gave her a concussion as they're trying as she's trying to escort Charles Murray to the car. It's unreal. What, what where's all the police at? Right. Are they just where's in charge? Where, where's the moral rage? <laughs> yeah. to, where, yeah. The police don't exist in the campus. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just understand. Why don't you guys punish those people who are doing that and make them have to leave? Well, because- so what do you think currently defines being an American? Not freedom. <laughs> what do you think other than freedom? Um, yeehaw. All those red states, uh, Republican, conservative. We're trying to outvote them, but... 
it's not really happening until they die off, kind of. Until they die off, kind of. <laughs> and then one other uh, comment share? here. Did you want to share? Do you have a good opinion? What? America is trash, and I look forward to the day it burns to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> So that was a, there's a series of clips from this guy who went on UC, UC, USC campus in California and asked all these students what they thought of America. Um, there were some positive remarks, but um, most of them were kind of America's a trash kind of remarks. And apparently the red states need to die off kind of, kind but of the remarks. problem is, is that, uh, sh- yeah, she's not, she's not paying attention because the, the red states are the states where people are actually still having babies. Ho, ho, ho. And baptizing them. We're still working on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the, the, I mean, we're like, I mean, you know, whatever. Red and blue is all kind of confused and, and muddled in certain ways. But to the extent that the the blue states are the ones that are celebrating um, fruitless marriage yeah. and trans confusion right. and the yeah. murder of the unborn, yeah. um, that is the definition of, like, that's all fruitlessness. And that's the definition, actually, of hate. It's, yeah, You're I mean, hating yes. your brother. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah. who's going to die off? Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Right. You're, di- they're, You're they're, killing yourself they're off. They're killing themselves yeah. off. Right. And um, and if you if you actually believe in male and female marriage and you believe in you know the gift of children, mm-hmm. um, actually sorry no um, we're we're not dying off. You know it, it's amazing how how it, well, easy... as long as we stop sending our kids to government schools and colleges yeah. like this. Right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Now that's the insanity. Of course, you have the children and then you send them off to the the training camps to make them faithful yeah. Democrats. Well, oh, that's so great. Was, yeah. Just this past week, we were having a conversation about college and different things, and one of the families we were talking to was, oh, don't send your kid to that school. School in Indiana, pretty prominent Indiana. Suicide rate, right? With they And they named four or five families wow. that they knew of whose yeah. kids had committed suicide, and two wow. of them were seniors. So I haven't seen that number yet, but right. if you got a if you got a, a significant amount of kids who are coming up with that belief that this is trash, sure. it's just a negative worldview... The, the kid thing, right? right? And then you tie in, like, suicide rates. Yeah. And I haven't seen the numbers, but I'd be curious, yeah. like, what is the suicide rate on campus right now? Do we well, know? We've said right. before on the show that— um, It all goes together. The rate yeah, of, right. of of Christian kids losing their faith, yep. it's over half. Yeah. It's up to 80% of kids. Between 60 and 80% yep. of kids that grew up in professing Christian homes yep. and yeah. churches um, go to public university, secular state school, and lose their faith. Yeah. Which means you had a better chance of surviving D Day mm-hmm. than you do going to a than you do going yeah. to a secular yeah. college or university. Yeah, yeah. It, and it should be like the like the move, like how God works through family and covenant. Right, it's very simple and taking over the world. Yeah, you you have a good family, you be a good father, yeah. you have babies, you have faithful children. Right. The liberals aren't. They're they're you know and and it should be so easy for Christians in the next thirty years okay. to make headway. You are so unsophisticated. On this, on, on this. <laughs> It's actually to have children and to have faithful <laughs> grandchildren baptize and to kids. baptize your kids. It can't be that easy. But but the but the problem is is actually Christians are so short sighted because they think plant church planning sexy, going on mission trips is sexy, but it's actually God actually wants getting married is sexy. Exactly. Having <laughs> babies is sexy. Yep. <laughs> and and but it's eight but the problem is is they don't we don't want to go through eighteen years of discipleship. That ta- that's too hard. That's oh, yeah. too long. We don't yeah. want to focus on that. There's a lot of diapers to change, a exactly. lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to make. That's right. I thought minivans were sexy. Bottom it says, <laughs> it says stability. Yes. It says I like kids. It is. My yep. wife likes me in our minivan. <laughs> <laughs> or a suburban. A suburban. I Have got you ever that seen too? that bumper sticker on minivans that says I used to be cool? <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I think you're absolutely yeah. right though, Gabe. I yeah. think the the 
the God's ways are actually better. They're yep. they're actually cooler. Yeah, um, they're right. more beautiful. They're more profound. They're, they're more simple. glorious, and they tend to be more simple. Yeah. Right. And one more thing I want to say. All my um, you want to say baptize your baby. Yeah, well, I've said that twice, huh? Okay. Oh sure. Okay. <laughs> all right. I do one more again. But you know, all my dispensational brothers that are open air preachers out there, I just want you to know, I love you, and I know you like preaching the gospel. I know you're not post mill. You don't have to be. But could you do me a favor and run up? Was it USC? Yeah, USC. Could y'all go out there to that campus and preach a little bit for That's me? That's right. Yeah, y'all go start the Send discipleship us. process. I'll finish up. You just get started. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Seriously. All right. So in Colorado, you can now add X to your driver's license. So if you don't identify as male or female, you can now add X to your driver's license. Colorado drivers no longer have to choose between male and female. Starting today, they can select gender X on their licenses if they have a doctor's note. Right now, four states and Washington, D.C. allow a third option on driver's licenses. Four states and Washington, D.C. Including Washington, D.C. So doctors are still like deciding, oh yeah, they're still determining what the sex is. (laughs) How do they do that? Which well, doctor? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. Oh, that's so they're, rich, looking, they're still looking at parts, and they're saying, "I know this is a man, <laughs> but yep. how do you feel?" Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Is there? A well, bo- is there I'm a, book? a doctor. Is there a book? Is there like a chart? <laughs> yeah. where they're like, yeah, Doctors working that's, so hard nowadays. That's <laughs> it's like an autism chart <laughs> on this range <laughs> of the scale here. They're making doctors lie. Yeah. Right. To themselves yeah. and to everybody else. And they're helping doctors. Look, what happened to the, it was a hip, the, you know this, the uh, Hippocratic Oath, right? Correct. Do no wrong. First, do, do, no, do no harm. harm. Do no harm. Do no First, wrong. do no harm. Stop lying to them. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that still works. Right, X. How do you decide? Yeah, what is right? Well, what? So you guys heard about this court case between the couple? The wife was suing for custody. We talked about that last it, week in Texas, in, right? In Texas, Ugh, right? But, yeah, man. And you made you were making the point like there are professionals involved in this case where at some point somebody's got to step in and say, "Wait, we're hurting a child. First, yep. do no oh, harm." Right. Serious. Like, like this is starting to get serious in a very. Yeah, I read about the story, and that the the man with the father was actually saying that he wasn't he was actually giving his son the option to wear boys or girls clothes, which is like, what are you doing that for? Yeah. But even then, he, he when he was with his dad, he was choosing boys, boy boys clothes, clothes. Yeah, yeah. and and but it was his mom was insisting, no, he wants to be a girl, he wants to be a girl, right. he needs to be a girl. On the so court we're going to start this. redefining what it means to protect children. Oh, we've already yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. absolutely. I mean, we yeah. murder them. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right. I mean, we, we related we, to we this. We left that behind. Um, Senator Kristen Gilbrand um, now has a new slogan. So she's out of New York. Now oh, has a new, new slogan. It's not new. It's oh all no, old. she she stole it. It's the future is female. Right. This is actually yeah. The future it's is female. One. Here's the here's the hilarious thing. So that was that was a uh, that was a slogan back in 1975. Oh really? And so you kind of wonder like what what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. The, fu- the future is female. Yeah. We're not sure when the future starts exactly. Right. But, you know, but somewhere <laughs> in the future, it's female. Like they, they tried this 40 years ago, oh, 50 years ago. So this is not new. Mm-hmm. We're like, so uh, did you, were you, did you mess up? Like, mm-hmm. I thought you said it was going to be female. You know, and I thinking about this, there's two things that came to mind. The first thing is. She wants headship still? Well, no, she no, just no, wants no. to be a female? No. I, how insulting <laughs> can you be to women? Because this is the most insulting statement to a woman. The future is female. My wife has been the How future. About the present. The present is. My wife is changing diapers, raising yeah. kids, teaching yeah. them to speak, teaching them how to walk, loving yeah. me, making our house right. a home. Yeah. The future is. 
woman, what's wrong with you? Right. It's not future. Yeah, politics. My, my wife is the up. bomb now. Right. Women are the bomb now. I don't right. know what you're talking about. Right. Future. <laughs> the other thing is too. Future. <laughs> the other thing is too. And, and the preach. way. Preacher. <laughs> oh, preach, preach, preach. I don't know. If she know uh, read the Bible, but Jesus is King. That's the future. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. The, that's the future. That's the future. Right. Jesus is man. Uh, I don't know. If she know that. <laughs> Jesus, her, right. man. You know, when you say the same thing, I, I, I think um, his kingdom. <laughs> In case you ain't know, all right. Fox is funny today. This is the same thing with when when Christians Christians have a version of this where they say that children are the church of the future, right? <laughs> are the future of the church? No, yeah, or the church of the future. Okay, either right. way. But but of course, that's Jesus says that children are are the church of today. Oh, I can't hit it because I hit it three times already. It, this one segment. Children are the church of today. <laughs> go baptize the kids if you got some. <laughs> Come on, that's well. I'll, I'll let I'll let that one go too. That, the, that um, because Jesus uh, Jesus says that when you know the Psalm eight says out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants God has ordained strength. Yeah, um, he's he's actually stilling the enemy and the avenger with our kids now, but we take them off the children's church. Yeah, we kick them out of our church. We put service. them in the nursery. Yep. And we say, hey, when you get big and strong, then you can come be church. What is in this coffee? You can you can bring them in. <laughs> but we're doing the same thing. Yeah. The, the lady says the future is female. Well, she learned that from us. Because oh. we said you have to be big and strong and mature, and then you become a Christian, which flatly contradicts what Jesus said, which is that you must become a little child mm-hmm. in order to enter the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And unless you become like the uh, little child, you cannot enter the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the model citizens of the kingdom. And when they're when they're making their noises in church, mm-hmm. when we're singing, and when we need to, when they're tugging on us, and when we need to correct them, and we need to corral them, um, that's that's what the kingdom is supposed to be. Come on now, right? That's right. Um, and this goes back to the simplicity and the and the glorious messiness of the kingdom, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Doing those things, like we want it all tidy. And we want to take pictures and we want to yes, present it and we want to have that sexy, <laughs> slick brochure. Yeah. And Jesus says, no, let the little children come to me. And mm-hmm. we're all like, no, 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 no. He, he, you know, take a number, get in line. Mm. We'll have a special moment for you uh, when you can present on, on Christmas Sunday. Right. We'll uh, bring you out of the nursery on Christmas yeah. Sunday. But but Jesus and says, Easter. no, let them let them come. Yeah. This is this is what the kingdom is about this now. Yeah. The church is about this now, and, it, and that means that it's yeah, it's messy. Yeah. It means they don't got their shirts tucked in. It means they squawk and make noises, and it means yeah, you're gonna have to take them out and spank them and correct them and give them crack, pass some you know breath mints down the aisle and keep them happy and give uh-huh. them a picture to color. I'll give you a spanking down the aisle. Keep you happy. <laughs> but they're part of the kingdom now. That's right. Amen. 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 Right? Wait, Baptists let non-believers do like events at church with with them? Sometimes, really. I, I got invited to a Baptist. A Baptist conference. But and the they're going to let me speak. Oh, oh well, we're a believer, but I mean, the kids, they're doing stuff at the. Co- hey, I don't more cross politics. I'm talking about me. No, no. I mean, like, the, the kids <laughs> are doing stuff at the Baptist events, right? Like you the confused church. Toby. That's know. true. And so I'm trying to figure out, like, they have a kids' choir? How do they have a kids' choir? How do yeah. they let pagans. But we don't know. Uh, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm so confused. So, this is a call to enter the fray wherever God has placed you. The particular fronts may change, the hottest spots of the battle may shift over the years but fight we must. Remember, false prophets don't usually dress up like they crashed into a Hot Topic shop. They aren't in permanent Halloween mode, most of them. They go to church, they go to small groups, they have big families, they are pro-life Republicans, they dig Christian education, and they know about Reformed theology. 
So the followers of Jesus must be vigilant and fearless. We are at war with all idols and the sinful clutches people have on their idols. We insist on describing sin in all of its disgusting vulgarity because Jesus really was flayed alive and suffered hell for that sin. And he really did rise up triumphant over that sin, conquering the curse of death and darkness and putting his enemies under his feet. Some people may call that harsh, but we call it love. Bloodbot World by me, Toby Sumter. Available on Audible. That's fine. Where'd Jason go? Uh-oh. Did you keep, did you run him off all night? I, I didn't do I nothing. I think it was your comment about the Baptists. Oh, he's Jackson's got a Presbyterian. Oh, he's he's oh, Presbyterian. Oh, okay, all right. Oh, look, Here we go. Oh, look at that. Oh. Oh, is this the hard copy? Oh, man. We didn't get the hard copy. I didn't get the hard look copy. <laughs> uh, Toby, you want to bring the intro Just in here on this? <laughs> oh, oh over. sure. Look. Wow. Hard copy exists. Yeah. Hey, we're really thankful to have Jason Elmore with us in the studio. Mm. Some of you all might remember that we interviewed him uh, almost a year ago now on the phone. Dang, it was that long ago? And um, and we really uh, appreciate appreciated that. And so uh, he's in town. And uh, Jason, Well, he's in town because we're doing a project. All right. Well, we'll talk about that. Jason is well known for his passion and his creative genius for selling and teaching. He has an uncanny ability to identify articulate and transfer key selling insights leading to success across various business platforms mm. and products. Mm. He is the author of Elite Execution, Disciplines and Insights for Extraordinary Sales People. There you go. Um, he is, he's worked all over the world, internationally training salespeople from all over Europe, South Asia, India, the Middle East, Australia. You know Africa. how to speak Asian? <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay. We're so sorry. As director of sales, learning, and development, Jason trains and develops new hires, tenured sales professionals looking for advanced skills, and sales leaders interested in advancing their careers into management. He's a native of Washington, Pennsylvania. Who know that exists? Outside wow. of Pittsburgh. Jason, Jason uh, holds a BS in marketing management from Grove City College. In addition to wearing multiple hats on the job and consulting on the side, Jason stays extremely busy holding leadership positions in church, serving on school board. Mm-hmm. Uh, Farming? You still farm? You farm? We raise hay. Alfalfa. Okay. We raise hay. Okay, and okay. he lives outside of Indianapolis, Indiana. He lets, he lets God grow it. That's what he meant. <laughs> and, uh, we're going to talk married. about that more in a minute. Oh. He's married and has nine children. Whoa. What? Welcome to Cross Politics. Jason, uh, your kids baptized. Are, are they natural born? Yeah. How about that? Good work, man. <laughs> how else can they? <laughs> if I'm funny today, how else you are? You like that? Yeah. <laughs> Are they mad? No, they were. Came out of eggs. What's the, what's, the, what's, what's the other option? Not adopted. They weren't adopted. It's just my funny way of saying that. Yeah, That's all. Okay. So can we go That's back all. to that last segment? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 serious. One the future spot. is female. You're, 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 you like that? Well, we have a game that we play at home, right? Okay. So my oldest is 21 and then on down. So I've got a group of teenagers and we, we Nine play. Nine of them. Yeah. Okay. So we got a game we play called Lean In where we take, you know, liberal crazy stuff that we see in the culture whatever and we try to lean into it as a way of confronting it or right so in this instance the you know female is future yeah the only place that that should be our slogan too is christians i would i would take that person to task and say amen and the only place i ever see females flourishing is in the christian environment Mm. right (laughs) we have this idea in christianity called the trinity where you can have separate but equal 
that yeah. you can't find in any other worldview, Amen. any other religious belief, right. where <clears throat> you don't see women thriving in marriage in these other right. places around the world because there's no Trinitarian understanding right. of marriage where you can have separate but equal. What has feminism given us? Nothing but trashed women. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right? right. But women where do you who, see them flourishing is in the Christian yeah, environments. Absolutely. So the feminist has given us toxic masculinity, if anything, too. Right. Like feminism every, itself has yeah. given us those things. Yeah. Right. It creates. A, I mean, yeah. Anyway. Well, so, and, and I was thinking when you see when you see men, you know, stepping up to the plate and doing what they're called to do in, in Christianity, you see women flourishing. So, right. Because the Bible says that women are the glory of man. Correct. Yeah. So, and, and, amen. Right. The future is female. If we keep doing what we're supposed to do. Women will keep flourishing, and you'll keep seeing this in the Christian right. world. Right. I was thinking that um, is Lean the seed of the woman that crushed the, Amen. the head of the right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. I mean, like, it, yeah, I mean, like the future is is woman, and God says that we were saved through women and childbearing. Right. Yeah. Um, right. First Timothy two. Right. And and so this the the future is women as as God has called them to live in this world. Right. Yeah. Amen. It's it's godly femininity. Right. And godly masculinity. That's right. Is the future. Well, that, that's right. right. That's right. Without and, that, we don't have protected women. First Corinthians eleven <laughs> is the place that talks about the the the, the um, woman be the glory of man and set, and he specifically anticipates people you know wanting to wrangle over this and he says look you know we need one another. Yeah. Uh, man is dependent on woman. Man comes from woman, mm -hmm. and woman comes from man. Right, yeah. right. Eve you was taken, rib. taken from yeah. Adam's side, and yeah. you don't have babies if you don't have a woman. Yeah. Um, and this is the way God made the world. And when people just, you know, when we when we submit to that, when we receive that assignment from Him to be male, to be female yeah. in this world, um, and we just rest in it, and we recognize that God knows what He's doing, and we take His word seriously and we apply it, it's glorious. Yeah. So yeah. the flip side would be. Another amen. If the future is female, then you recognize there's male and female. Right. The X just went out. Nah. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. right? right? Yeah. We can just keep going. It's a fun game. If you say lean it, like you yeah. were pretty good at it. Earlier you were saying to Cuomo. You're pretty good. Uh, earlier you were saying to Cuomo, right? If we're going to go ahead and do this Jesus' way, let's go all the way. Right, right, right. Give it to right. the church. That's a good point. Like, yeah, that's a good you point. You were leaning in. It's really fun if you just try it. You should play lean <laughs> in. Play at home. Yeah. Play lean in with your kids. Yeah. So take some random liberal slogan or headline and then say, okay. What's you going to say? Wilson's yeah. awesome at it. You were referencing his uh, 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 the uh, debate, right? Like, um, oh, yeah. The collision, collision, collision yeah. Debate. And, yeah, yeah. and he just took yeah. Hitchens. He said, no, yeah. no, go all the way with that. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. fun. So, Jason, you're working. So you work in sales and management and training. I've held those roles in the past. We we just wrapped up uh, a good stint with a startup company. And so I've moved on to something else right now. So, okay. so And what are you working on? Uh, I'm in sales yeah. at the moment. Yeah. What, you, what, you, what you selling, Jason? Uh, urology equipment. Oh, there you go. You, Spell it. No, you don't. It, it's like it's like when we're like <laughs> yeah. 60, 70 years old. We might need that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Not for yeah. me, yeah, yeah. You don't want to know Not about yet. this. It's like <laughs> special diapers. Mm. I'm glad I wasn't drinking anything at the time. Toby, yeah. I, was, I always got Toby on that one. <laughs> so we got a bunch of notes over here, man. What? This is well, scary. There was, gotta, a there was a couple things. Last time you guys had me on this show, mm -hmm. uh, we had a. We had a fantastic question. Like you really took me on a sideways journey. Right out of the blocks, you said you wrote a book that's about sales. There's a thousand books out there. How's your book differently? Yeah. And my answer was, well, I bet you've never seen a book about forgiveness. And we totally like took a yeah, left we turn. Went off it was great. However, you guys, so that means you guys got to go back and listen to the episode and then you catch up with <laughs> us. Check it out. Right, can they it do out. it on a, on the website? They can. Yeah. It's on, yeah. It's on. Oh, yeah. So thank you, Jesus. And I wish they would go back because it's not in the book where you decided to run with it. There was a third segment after I was off mm -hmm. where you picked up on this idea that excellence is a continuum. On one end, it's got success. And on the other end, it's got failure because we do win. We do succeed. We do do a great job. And there are times when 
we blow it mm-hmm. and we fail somebody. Right. And we were talking about this idea of, for, you know, repenting to the people we fail, going and asking them for forgiveness and the power of that in a business situation, right, which is in the book. But, we, but you fully took that to this other place where you said, look, when you succeed, you want credit. When you fail, you need to take ownership. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and instead of blame. Still instead ex- of blaming. But right? it's still excellence. Yeah. And it's, it's demonstrated differently at the two ends. Right. In the, in the end, it's still responsibility. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. And so on the one end, it's, it's repentance. It's forgiveness. On the other end, where it's success, it's gratefulness. It's and praise to God. Right? Yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Like you flesh that all out. It's not in the book. But it's on the podcast. But it will like, be on our project we're making with <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're running with that. And so in this next project that we're referencing, yeah. we will have four video segments, five video segments on. Or six. Or six. On <laughs> key, things, key things that salespeople in particular and generally business people need to do. Um, there are things to know. There are things to do if you want to be elite. But in the course of that conversation, in the course of some things that have happened over the last year, what became apparent was, again, what's so different about your stuff that would make it different, right? I don't have anything to reference or point people to to talk about failure. Mm. Failure in the business world. And, and how God uses that. Correct. Yeah. So I work in a performance environment. Most business people are in a performance environment. We love to talk about Never failing, we either win or we lose. Mm-hmm. We always overcome. Failure is not an option. Mm-hmm. And Wilson's done a pretty good job in recent sermons talking about this idea of modernity. Modernity is not electricity and indoor plumbing. It's this idea of denying God. That's kind of where we've gotten in modernity, mm-hmm. right? And in the business world, uh, we're no longer agrarian, where people used to understand that you could plow, you could plant. But then it was up to God to bring the rain. You could do all of that in vain and absolutely fail. Well, in modernity, it's no. I'm going in. I'm punching the clock. And two weeks later, I'm getting a paycheck. And a lot of times it's formulaic where if I do these things, if I work hard, if I, right? And that's that's what they're looking for in in, in the book. They're looking for insights. Like, what can I do to be successful? Works-based. And we have that. Religion. But we've got to balance that as Christians with God's sovereignty at any time he can step in right. and sovereignly intervene and say, hey, I'm, I need to remind you that this is all of me. I bring the rain. Right. You can plow. You can plant. Do your best, but never forget yeah. I'm well, sovereign. This lines up directly with, of course, uh, some of the warnings in Deuteronomy, right? Where God brings them into a, into a land with uh, vineyards they didn't plant, mm. cisterns they didn't yeah. dig, cities they didn't build. And says, when you go into the land and you enjoy those gifts, you're going to be tempted to forget me yeah. who gave you all those things because you're just hauling water out and you're thinking, look, I got water. This well I can get water yeah. whenever I want. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I got grapes. I can make wine whenever I want. I got these city walls. Look, I'm safe. And God's saying, no, no, I'm the one who gives you these gifts. I give you indoor plumbing and electricity. But it, the temptation is always that when it seems kind of automatic, look, I switch the light on and I switch the light off, mm-hmm. you know, flush, you know, look, look at this amazing thing. And you're tempted to think, I don't need God. Look, I've got an iPhone. I'm not dependent on the weather. I, I don't need God. I'm not dependent on, like, right? It, right? it used to be. But we God is still Lord of it all. Yes. Mm. And to take that a step further, you know, this book is written to a general audience, but, you know, it does have a Christian worldview and it's got Christians in mind, right? And if God is good to us, if he's a good father... 
He's going to train us. He's going to discipline us. He's going to give us hard things. He's going to give us hard things. And you made this point in a recent sermon about going from glory to glory. And this Mm -hmm. idea that, you know, we we see Jesus doing all these great things. And then he gets to the cross and we're like, no. And then we see the resurrection. We're like, yes. Right. Like there's this this glory. And then there's this. And then there's this greater glory. Yeah. We should be looking for that in our careers. Yeah. If God is good to us, if he's getting yeah. us more capacity, if he's getting us fit for more, then there's going to have to be this thing where he says, look, I, the only way to grow you and perfect you yeah. and give you more capacity is to take you through something hard. The problem is, in my own personal experience, what I have to admit is I would love to tell you, you know, just saint and pillar of faith and went through hard times with no problems. <laughs> yeah. When the Naval, when the Navy SEALs do it. They get orders. Hey, tomorrow, 0600, you're getting on a helicopter, you're jumping out of it. We're going to do this hard thing you right. know, on the beach. As Christians, there's no warning. It just comes. There's no yeah, announcement. Right. Yeah, hey, right. I'm gonna, hey, tomorrow, I'm going to give you this thing. Right. It's going to be great. And it's going to be over in about two weeks. Or, right? Right. Yeah. Got nothing. Nothing. Yeah. But every Bible character has it, don't they? Right. Absolutely. Every Bible character has a crisis. Yeah. Okay. I've been reading. Uh, um, I'm reading Thomas Watson's book right now. He's a Puritan. Which one? On the Beatitudes. Oh yeah, you read that one yeah. before. I've read everything I've, Thomas Watson. Oh really? Yeah. Seriously. I, that's my favorite theologian. Really? Uh, yeah. did, have really, you read um, uh, C.S. Lewis's? Uh, don't start uh, that hideous strength. <laughs> <Huh? laughs> well, I wasn't going to say the book. I was book, too but. busy reading Thomas Watson. <laughs> well, hey, that's, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? The Body of Divinity was my first oh, book. Oh wow. Well, Watson. anyways, I'm reading Beatitudes right now, and I just read this morning a section where he's talking about how he's starting the Beatitudes uh, and talking about how Christians are already blessed. He's getting ready to go into the, the all the Beatitudes, mm-hmm. the actual blessings. Yeah. But he says, we're already blessed. To have God in us, we're already blessed no matter what. Mm-hmm. And he says, for the believer, and this is one line that just stuck with me, and it, it struck me as you were talking, is for the believer, the malady is the medicine. Mm. For the believer, the malady is the medicine. So the, the hard thing mm-hmm. is always for our good. Yeah. It's always what we need. Right. But why do we get that in every other application? If I go lift weights... If I go, you know, if yeah. I go, yeah. we understand if you I go to my boss for career development, you know what he's going to give yeah. me? Yeah. A harder assignment. Yeah. Right? Is, right. Isn't the reward for a job well done always a harder assignment? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. But when God does it, why do we panic? Yeah. And and honestly, we're going to talk about this and wrestle with it a little bit. I think part of it comes from self-doubt. We We don't know if this was a conversation between God and Satan. And I'm like Job where I was doing well and God just decided to give me something. Or if we're like David, where did I sin? Mm. Is this me? Right. Do I, and the funny thing is, as business people in particular, we tend to be bottom line it, like bottom line it for me. And so we tend to be, God, if, the, if this is a lesson, if there's something I need to know, could you just like give me the cliff notes? I need to, and, can we just be done with this? <laughs> yeah, right? right. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell me what I need to know. I love cliff notes. <laughs> right. They're my favorite. And it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't work that yeah. way. Right. So we want to, we don't want health and wealth gospel. No. We want to say, hey, look, there are things that work. There are things that are good. There are things that will make you elite if you can enculturate these disciplines into your life. But never forget, God is sovereign. Mm. And if if kind of forget that, he's going to remind you. And if one he of loves the, you. Yeah, if he loves you. And one of the ways he's going to remind you is he's going to show you that he will never abandon you by making it look like he might. Mm. Yeah. He, you're going to be on the edge and... And as like, uh, you know, certain people around here like to say, God loves a cliffhanger. Right. He loves right, a cliffhanger. Right. So well, and, and, and the whole, it might the, be rough. All this holds together because God's sovereign. 
if God's not sovereign and you go through a trial and you go through a hardship and you go through a, a big blow up in your, in your workplace or whatever, then it's all just meaningless and random and it's not doing, it has no it has no meaning or purpose in your life. So let's take that in a, in a particular direction. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian business people love when God's sovereignty leads to blessing. When we get up on stage and we accept our accolades mm-hmm. and, and we get a chance to step up to the mic, you know, we're all very excited to give God glory. Okay. What about at the other end, this other end of the spectrum we were talking about? What if, what, when, what happens when things don't go your way? When you're in absolute free fall, the numbers are crashing, the business is crashing, yeah. right? And it's scary because you don't know, am I going to go all the way down? Yeah, right. There, there's no, um, like just because we're Christians, we don't have um, a right to not fail. Right. The, the truth right. of the matter is, like, yeah. you, you could fail. Yeah, that's right. right. Okay? There's no guarantee. Well, let me cross this one off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what's what's very interesting is um, when God steps in and says, okay, you get it. You, you've been reminded. I'm sovereign. I bring the rain. Okay? And let's say things turn around. So for me personally, like, a situation occurred. It did turn around. What was fascinating was the Christian friends that were going through this with me, had a very hard time letting me give God all the credit. <laughs> let, let me explain. It was really interesting. I've, I've been thinking about this a lot. Why was it so hard for them? They're Christians too. Right. Jason, listen, you were doing all the right things. I mean, you were doing the work. You were, you were putting the work in. You know, you were doing all the right things. I mean, it was, it was going to turn around. Like, no, guys. There was no guarantee it was going to mm-hmm. turn around. I hear what you're saying. I was scheduling yeah. the appointments. I was scheduling yeah. lunches. But you didn't have to. People weren't showing up. But it, it's kind of, it, it's two things. It's kind of like mockingly. I mean, I look, uh, I'm having a little bit of fun here, but it was kind of like them saying, well, you know, David did have a pretty good arm and he, he did select the stones. <laughs> Five of them. Five of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, but what, but what was really beneath that was fear. Uh-huh. Sovereignty is scary. Mm-hmm. If it's true that I can do everything right and God can say, I'm not bringing the rain. That scares business people out of their. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. scares. Right. There's a whole people. book of the Bible. It's, it's, it's called Job, as yeah. you were saying a minute ago. Yeah. yeah, who did everything right? No, no, no. In modern society, productivity, efficiency. Right. We do. We, you know, we're looking for insights. We're writing them down. We're getting all the answers. We, it's, it's engineered process, right? We can make a process to success. And right. God's trying to say, guys, I still control the world. Right. And the center of all of this, the center of the Christian faith, is the most perfect man in the history of the world, Jesus Christ, Amen. who then ends up impaled to a tree. Yeah. Did everything perfectly. Did everything perfectly. <laughs> That's right. And of yeah. course, that was part of the plan. Right. And that was the perfect plan of God yeah. to redeem sinners. Amen. But yeah, that would not have, that wouldn't make it on the, you know, the front page of most like, you know, you know. It's not a good Hallmark business book. Uh, elite no. leadership <laughs> books. Yeah, you know, right. look at this guy. Success. Okay, so well, if yeah. we can capture that theology and place it into the business Right. Yeah. 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 We need to hear that. So I want when we come back across politics, I want to know what do you do when you're in that situation? Yeah. Let's talk about. You're holding on for dear life. Like, come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Next on cross politics. How important is it to you um, to be involved in your child's education? How important is it to you to um, instill your values in your child? How important is it to you? to be a part of 
something that's a little bit bigger than you? How important is it to you to have your child be a part of something that's a, just a little bit bigger than them? Everything that I wanted for my children's education, every question I asked, Classical Conversations was the answer. Before Jason says something good. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, no, because Paul yeah. Jason's been dropping like bombshells every time we go to break. He's like, you know. How's y'all's Advent it. season going? You guys having a good Christmas with your kids? Oh, yeah. Blowing it up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that what you're, is what you're asking for? Yep. There you go. There some, you go. Give us some Merry Christmas in your cup. Oh, man. Can it so, go with my coffee? Happy yeah, Advent. Absolutely. Happy Advent. Oh. This, this is liquid. Oh, don't tell me God ain't real. Come on now. Happy Advent. Woo! Pull it in a double portion. Not only my hands, but my feet too. All right, there you go. What you want? You want some over there? I put in the coffee, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this is what he did. I don't know. You can do what you want. Oh yeah. Put in the coffee. It's goodness eggnog. Put in the coffee. Is it good? Oh man, this Evan Williams whiskey eggnog is my favorite. I mean, I could. I could just drink this all day. Welcome back to Cross Politic. With us in the studio today is Jason Elmore, and we're talking about business failure. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Right? No, no, no. Business success. No, no, no. How to fail at oh, business no, no. You don't know. Wait. and win. You'll never celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> this is Christian business principles. Yeah. How to die yep. and rise again. Yeah. You know, no one writes that book, do they? Death what? and resurrection in business. Yeah. Like, ah, <laughs> only resurrection in business. I'm How to get go. crucified and raised three days later. <laughs> The new business book. <laughs> Jason ain't laughing. He's like, that ain't funny. I need some of that. Oh, man, this, this, this eggnog is so good. All right, come on. Here, here we go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, you had a question. Yeah, so um, I get it. I understand what you're saying, but at, at the end of the day, failure comes. There's going to be a turn up, so I just got to hold on to something tight. So what do you do in the situation where God is, there's no rain? There ain't going to be no rain. And you don't know if there is going to be rain in the future. Are you just are you going to just say, okay, Lord, I'll just wait till you bring rain, or are you just what sit there and say, okay, this is how it's going to be, or how, what's your response in that situation when God takes it all? Yeah, um, good call. Um, so let's talk about free fall for a second. Um, in business, he has a name for it. Yeah, free fall. Yeah, he was ready for <laughs> you. <me>. Free falling <laughs> with no parachute. You free falling. <laughs> okay, anyway. Well, in business, uh, you know, usually we're talking about numbers, right? And the numbers are crashing. And it's free fall. The business is free falling. The, the the quota, the you know, the revenue, whatever. Your stocks. You're in free fall. Okay. And you usually have data. You usually have charts and graphs showing. Watching the fall. I'm watching the fall. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly right. Yep. I've seen those charts for the last couple of years. So what I found was <laughs> the truth about free fall is only in the movies does the person ever look up, and it's usually a cinematic thing where the camera's trying to catch the horror. You know, so the, you know, they look up into the camera because the camera's trying to catch that moment of horror. Most people, when they're falling, look down. Mm-hmm. But in business, just the way we're built, and, and, and a lot of times we're trying to encourage that person, right? Trying to, keep, quote unquote, keep their chin up. It's useless. If somebody's truly in free fall and they don't really know what's causing it, they really don't have a handle on it, they're not going to look up. They're, they're, they don't want sugarcoating mm-hmm. they want the encouragement meaning come alongside that person but don't sugarcoat it yeah don't, don't pretend it's not happening don't pretend it's yeah. not happening yeah. and don't point to past performance i know i was rep of the year i know i was ceo of that company i i know that's no guarantee of future performance right, right? here's what's happening right now don't sugarcoat it i'm in free fall 
This hurts. I'm scared. The reality is this, that, right? God is still faithful, but don't sugarcoat it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you remember Job's friends coming alongside him? Yeah. And totally screwing it up? Like, we got to take, one, we got to take that lesson. We're either Job or we're one of the friends in this situation. You're either going to be encouraging a friend or you're going to need encouragement. Yeah. Right? So there's that people uh, part of it. Um, so if they've got their head down, like, the goal is not to get their chin up. That's not actually your goal. Mm. Don't even make it your goal. They're not going to get their chin up until they hit the bottom and they're pretty sure they're at the bottom. And that's when you look up and go, okay, how did I, how far did I fall? Yeah. <laughs> and Are you saying you have to hit the bottom? And how did I get out of this? It's not until then that they mm. feel any comfort. I, until they don't know they're done falling, there's no uh-huh. comfort because they okay. don't know that this isn't going to get worse. So you got to hit the bottom. You got to. Right. You don't look up until you're at the bottom and then you go, huh. You're not encouraging me right now. I just want you to know that. You Sorry. Just, First know. lesson. First lesson. There is the no comfort till you hit the bottom. What if, you, what if you feel like you hit the bottom? <laughs> mm. It's a good feeling. No, no, no. No, what when if you, you feel hit, like but you haven't hit it? Then you're in trouble. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's weird. When you get I to the bottom. I self-identify as hitting the bottom. <laughs> you feel better because now you have a hand and you say, okay, this is as bad as it is. Right? You now know this is, this is how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Until then. You can't do an assessment of how bad is it going to get. Okay, it's only this bad. The second thing is, as Christians, we have this luxury that non-Christians don't have. We have a faith that says every challenge, every crisis is custom made for us. Yeah, that's right. Tailored. Tailored made. Yeah. The malady is the medicine. Yeah. The other the other reality is is you got to be reading your Bible really quickly. We have just in time delivery in business. Just in time, you know, just in time delivery yeah. is a, a very common thing in business. It's like Amazon or something like that. Just in time delivery. <laughs> okay, but same, God, same day delivery. But God is the same way, right? Yeah. He, he is just in time. And so you got to love God's timing. And the, they say the devil's in the details. Well, God is in detail. The best stories I've ever heard are usually timing stories. Mm-hmm. The job came mm-hmm. here. The, the, the interview yeah. call came <laughs> Story here. of my life. The, <laughs> life right? Timing is everything. He's speaking. He's speaking. Yeah. Timing is everything. Yeah. So, um, the other thing I would say is this is your moment to get into the Psalms. I think yeah. most people in a performance environment who've been blessed. Selling point. Selling point. <laughs> most people the- in business who've been blessed with success can't relate to the psalmist. Mm. I hate to say it, but they mm. just can't. It's like a 17-year-old jock, you know, varsity. I mean, you know, he's just, he just he's winning. Knows, he's, yeah. he's winning. Yeah, right. And when he starts reading all that crying out the God stuff, it's not it's not clicking. Yeah. Right. So when a 17 year old comes to me and says, man, I just can't get into Psalms. Like I totally get it. Right. They're, they're more related to like, um, Ecclesiastes, right? That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pointless. Yeah. All this money. I can't take it with me. But, <laughs> but what's God doing in the crisis? What's his whole purpose for, for taking us to this place? Making us like his son. Making taking the like, edges off. Taking the edges off, off, but drawing fan, us to himself. Fan. Yeah. And that's your chance to go deep into the word. And, and and live it and love it in a whole new way. Until you're in crisis, you will not honestly get the Psalms. When you're in crisis, the Psalms will speak to you like they never have before yeah. in an amazing, mm-hmm. like, in the, and so there's some things there about the Psalms and some fantastic things that happen there. Um, the I, th- I will say real quick, one yeah. point about your, about your Psalms. I agree with you that when you're successful and when you're, you know, r- riding in the clouds and everything's going good, um, it is harder to connect with the Psalms. And one of the things that I've I've done in the past to kind of plow through that is, um, uh, you, know, you know, I'll pick a Saturday morning and just read through the whole Psalms all, all at once. And you actually, it's, uh, you know, I, 
I didn't do this until I started Great Fires uh, and, and reading through the whole Psalms all at once. It's, it's actually interesting the themes and, and yes. things that you pick things out because you're, you're reading it like a book Correct. instead of just like Psalm 1 or Psalm 23 or whatever. Yeah, you and see that, it, it differently. It, there are ways to kind of get over that challenge when, when things are going well for you. And then finally, fasting. Um, I, I, I like came not from, eating food? <laughs> like not eating food. <laughs> Gabe, like have not, you heard of this? Yes. <laughs> for those of us who came from various... Um, Charismatic backgrounds. Doctrine backgrounds, right? <laughs> fasting is all over the board in, in yeah. Christian circles. It really is. Yeah. But if, if you don't get to that point, if God's not good to you and he doesn't bring you to this point where you understand he's brought you to the end of yourself, and fasting is this manifestation it's this thing where you you finally get it because you've been reading about fasting in the bible but you didn't really get it like oh Mm -hmm. that guy was at the end of himself i'm now at the end of myself i finally get it yeah and this this thing of fasting is it it, it's different i've I've had it i've had fasting presented to me in in various ways over the years when i was growing up in different traditions and what what fasting is and Mm -hmm. Oh, it's moving the hand of God and it's... You know, right, right. No. Fasting is when you're really at the end of your rope yeah. and you're at the end of yourself. So th- there's there's some great spiritual disciplines that, that you need to dive into and that you need to take that opportunity um, to but, learn those lessons, get to those places, it, it go strikes, there with God. It strikes me that um, one of the other things that um, these kinds of things ought to do is also... Um, make you um, actually solidify certain things that you won't change, which is maybe a little bit counterintuitive because mm-hmm, th- mm-hmm. your thought is maybe I need to change something. Maybe I need to change something up. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. And sinners always should check, yep. um, confess your sins, and so on. Um, but one of the striking things about the book of Job as the friends come along saying, you've probably done something wrong, Job. You need to change. Something yeah. needs to change here. Job's done the check. And he said, no, actually, I don't have anything to change. Yeah. And most of the book of Job is Job saying, I'm right. Right. And there's nothing wrong right. with me. Yeah. I didn't do this. I didn't bring this calamity on the kingdom. I didn't lose all these hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in flocks and sheep and goats and donkeys. Um, I didn't lo- I didn't do anything that deserved that. Yeah. This is from God, and so I want to talk to God about this. Yep. And his friends are saying, well, you can't just call up God. You can't just have a meeting with God. You know, you did something. Come on, come up with something. Apologize. And so, interestingly enough, of course, um, to, to come maybe come full circle with some of the stuff that we've talked about, of course, a Christian businessman should apologize, should make things right because right. he's committed excellence. Yep. But by the same token, absolutely should not apologize for anything that he didn't do wrong. Yeah. And in a situation like when things are not going right, you can flail. What did I do wrong? What did yes, I do wrong? Sure. You can what second guess yourself. What, I, yes, and, and, I, and in those kind of situations, yeah, you need to do the gut check, you know, and, and it's, you know, 10 commandments. Right. Gut check. Yeah. But, you know, really it should be over in five minutes yeah. and, may, you know, maybe have one meeting with the pastor or something like, you know, check me out. Is there anything you see? Tell, yeah. Speak into my life. But then after that, it's, you know what? I'm just taking this from the Lord and I'm on this ride mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's a free fall. 
But no, I'm I'm not going to change everything up. I'm going to keep loving my wife. Yeah. I'm going to keep loving my children. Yeah. I'm going to keep going to church. That's I'm going right. to keep worshiping God faith. I'm going to keep in the word and I'm going to keep in prayer and I'm not going to budge. Yeah. I'm going to keep being faithful. I'm not going to change everything up. So, so let's let's take that to the Bible characters, right? So you've got Job, you've got David, you've got Moses, you've got Joseph, right? They all go into these severe crises, these really interesting things. On the way to Egypt, Moses has to circumcise his kids, right? So, oh yeah, there yeah. was a check, right? Like, what was the, he doing? The angel to his of the Lord was going to kill him yeah, if right, he didn't do right. it. He's so, giving the sign of the covenant. And, and wasn't his <laughs> wasn't his wife that circumcised it, it, the kids? She's like, it, I'm going to do this. Was, You're going to die if I don't do this. That was early in yeah. the trip, right? Yep. To your point, yep. this should be the first five minutes. Yeah, conviction. Yep. Check the ten commit. Right, get yep. it, yep. get it done. Right. So, there, there's three things that are going to happen here it, when God does this. When He sovereignly intervenes, it, if you're in Christ, this is your development. To your point, this is going to be for your good. Right. I, I want to grow your capacity. So, jokingly, yes, I wasn't pleased when you said this is about failure. This is about making you elite. And yeah. if you want to become right. elite in your walk with God, if you want that, I mean, maybe that's not the greatest word, but you know, if He's actually developing you, this is good. Yeah. Okay. If you're not in Christ, He's drawing you. Yeah. And if you're not in Christ and you're not elect, He's destroying you. It's got to be one of those three things. Yeah. He's either developing. Right. Drawing, yeah, or destroying, right. yeah, right. That's true. So, you know, I want I want our brothers and sisters in Christ who are committed to excellence because that's what we're talking about. Committed to excellence on success side looks like this, on the failure side looks like this, and in crisis, it needs to look like this. It needs to be you getting deeper, getting better. You know, you know what this reminds me of though is actually is God is more committed to excellence than we are. Oh yeah, yeah, Amen. absolutely, right. Yeah. Amen. And that's what that's his whole point. Yeah, yes. So God is so committed to excellence. That he will do exactly what it takes so that we will become elite. Yes. So that we will become excellent. But that's because God is way more committed than we are. So I'm going to put you in Potiphar's house. And this isn't going to be fun. I'm not going to give you a heads up. But then I'm going to put you in the jail. You're going to get lied about. Yeah. Yeah. But you're going to learn about administration before I put you at the right hand of Pharaoh. And I need you to administrate all of Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. First, you need to be lied about and sent to jail for a while. Right. And 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 Joseph's not sitting in jail saying, oh, this is for my development. (laughs) But, you know, know, he wasn't complaining. But also, too, though, I think that's one of the things we have. I mean, hindsight is 2020. Right. So if we know that we're going to have that same kind of situation when we see ourselves in the jail, the thing that we should do is say, thank you, Jesus. Right. Yeah. Thank you for this. You tailor made this yeah. for me. Yeah. This is my trial. Mean, this is my you problem. You mean you're getting me ready for something great? Thank you, Lord, for <laughs> in, this trial. In this cell? You know, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right. Thank you, God, for this bottom. I hit it. Lord, okay. forgive me for my sins if I sinned. And Lord, thank you for this to bring me closer to you. I yeah. mean, that's one thing that I'm telling you. It has changed my life thinking about it that yeah. way. Right. To understand, like, God, you did this for me. Yeah. I hate it, but you're right. <laughs> I need yeah. it. And thank yeah. you for it. So if we love our brothers and sisters in business... We want to give them these things, and we can't not have this conversation. Right. Mm. Well, mm. we want them. We also want them to be honest about what the failure is, and and what your role is in that failure. Right. If <laughs> That's a good if point. you if if you actually sin, then you need to deal with it and own right. up to the failure in that. Or but if also, you're not good at something. Yeah. Then, right. then go find a different job, whatever the case right. may be. But then also be able to read the story rightly and know, okay, God, I, I, like Job, I, I don't believe I've sinned in this failure. And this is a, just a, a pure sovereign act of your hand in my life to bring me into this cell. Right. And so Christians, we, we can't, we, we don't want to walk through blindly what God is doing in our lives, either through success or through failure. 
Mm-hmm. And to, to be honest about this is actually to to want to grow spiritually. I'm I'm reading um A.W. Pink's uh yeah. um spiritual growth um, book. And and it's just it's so good uh how he approaches the topic. He talks about all you know, it's all grace. Uh but then he also talks about um to draw closer to God means that you gotta read the scriptures. To draw closer <laughs> to God means that you you gotta pray to him. To you know, he just he just walks you through all the spiritual practices that that god gives us all the spiritual tools that god gives us to draw closer to him of course it's all by grace through faith but that's the same with business that's the same with what jason's talking about you have all these business tools hard hard work uh no uh the point of the slide which we'll talk about in our mm-hmm. course um you know um uh, basic practices and calling and sales calls and all that stuff those are all tools that god's giving you in the toolbox and and you want to practice that but it's all going to be by God's grace, that you become a successful businessman or, or, or in, in, in our culture. That, that is not a popular message right now. Right. Well, and this yeah. the thing is, I think, I think I'm not in the business world at all, so I'm coming at this. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I don't even know what you're talking about. But, but here's the thing I do know is that um, Christianity is true because Christianity deals with the real world. Mm. Come on now. Yeah. Right? Christianity deals with the real world. And this is why um, all the other attempts, all the other worldviews, all the other religions, even secularism, atheism, agnosticism, whatever, all the other isms, um, in some way are distorting the reality of the world. And what the Bible and what Christianity come to us telling us is that there is something really good about the world. Yeah. There's something good about being alive, about being human. Mm-hmm. Um, there's good and something terrible has gone wrong. Yeah. And yep. we are part of the problem. That's right. Yeah. Right. And so Jesus comes as the savior of the world comes as God for us, Emmanuel, God mm-hmm. with us. Yep. And he comes to enter into the world as it actually is. And he meets us where we actually are, not where we should have been, not where we might have been, all the would haves, could haves, might haves, Mm -hmm. but is the Mm -hmm. way it is. Mm -hmm. And in the world where it actually is, is that people mess up, people fail, people fall down, people goof up, people misunderstand. And it's in that world that Christianity gives hope in every area of life Mm -hmm. Um, where you can trust the sovereign Lord that runs it all knows what he's doing, is committed to absolute excellence for us and in yeah. us and in yeah. this world. That's right. And is doing exactly what it takes to do that and has given us the tools to pick up wherever we are, repent, confess sins, and stand there and smile mm-hmm. and work hard yeah. Yeah. and rest in the goodness of God who is determined to make you into the image of his son. Amen. And praise and, God for that and too. It, and it's that verse where God works all things to good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Right. right. God's so, doing all this for us. Before again. we go, I want you to talk about the project that we're doing with you. Yeah. It's going to go. If you're a cross politics club member, you're going to love this because you're going to get this project. Ooh, so yeah. it would be a And good, if you're not, if you're yet, not yet, maybe you want to join <sighs> yeah. so Come you can get now. in on this. That's right. But yeah. so, what's the whole purpose of this project and what are you doing? So, we're partnering. Yep. Right? Uh, I'm, oh, wow. How about that? Condensing the book. Cross politics studios. <laughs> into some of the. I forgot to tell you, Toby, about that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I just bring the eggnog. <laughs> sorry. So we're, we are bringing some hard-hitting stuff, right? There are some things you need to know. There's some things you need to be. There's some things you need to, to do. Uh, just, just like any profession or any practice, you have to be a student of your craft. Yeah. Right? So what are those things that – and this isn't for everybody. I, I Honestly, um, this isn't scientific, but – Business people out there, I, I think there's probably 50% of them. This isn't for you. You're, you're too new at your job. You, you don't have, mm. you know, some things. This wasn't written for newbies. Yeah. Um, but those people who are either trying to figure out where to go to become elite or they're right there at that top 80%, they're trying to jump into the top 20%, right? right. They're teed up and they like, what's going to get me up in there? 
being elite takes some disciplines and some insights. You got to know some things, right? So we're going to bring that to bear. There are things I want you to know. I want you to be able to see some things that other people miss, mm-hmm. right? Well, how can I, what do you mean I can see? Some, like, we're going to give you some tools to help you see things that other people miss. We do want to talk about the business of forgiveness. There is this thing. It's a Christian principle. And like you said, if it's true, it's true. And it's true everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. In business, you need to repent. Your business relationships d- depend upon it. And there's a whole thing behind repenting and, and getting forgiveness and this active, passive dynamic that's there. We need to drill yeah. into that. Um, you do have to plan. You do. You do have to plan. Um, but we need to be holding ourselves to the same level we hold uh, people accountable up the, up the, up the ladder, CEOs and others, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of people at the front line say, ah, planning, strategic planning, that's buzzword, that's sexiness. Like, no, here's some tools you need to be using, some things you need to be handling in that direction. And then in the modern era, we have presentation tools. Back in the day, uh, we had what we called sales aids. You know, it was like a booklet or a pamphlet or uh, now we have iPads. Now we have PowerPoint. Like if you're not using them, you, you're going to fall behind. But what we found is while sales aids work for meaningful messages to be recalled, most salespeople aren't, aren't using them because they haven't been given a way to make that work. They haven't been discipled properly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically we're putting together a course, a five session course on lead execution based off Jason's book and, and ba- can I, can I finish it? Uh, quickly. I'm trying to help. And so we're we're we're, <laughs> uh, we're going to be doing this course, kind of like what we did with Faithwire, and we partnered with Faithfire on the pornography and, yeah. and dealing with the set, set of pornography. Course, course. Course. We're doing a course with Jason on elite execution. We're really excited about it. We think it'll be great for our club members. You and, guys uh, And also, you know, if you aren't club members, it'll be for purchase, of course. Absolutely. Also. Yeah. Jason, thank you for coming on the show. No, yeah, thank you, Jason. Thank yeah. you, gentlemen. And until it. next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mm. The eggnog, man. Whatever that is. I don't mm-hmm. know what that is. But mm-hmm. You like that? Nectar from heaven. is. Can we call it that? <laughs> oh, yeah, man.